after the daughters of Salchad assert their claim that they deserve a Nachla in the land of Israel, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu grants it to them, right afterwards Moshe Rabbeinu asks Hashem to appoint a leader for after he will pass on. And Rashi explains that Moshe was inspired by the daughters of Slavchad. He said, just as they have taken care of being connected to their family, so too I should claim this in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that after I pass, my children should inherit me. So Moshe Rabbeinu was motivated by this to want his own children to be the future leaders of the Jewish people. And Rashi, quoting the Medrash, says that Hashem responds, that's not what I had in mind. And although in the Medrash, if you look at it, the Medrash explains that the children of Moshe were not worthy of being leaders, and the Medrash has some negative things to say about Moshe's children, that they hadn't studied Torah uh, the way that they should have. Rashi here, Allah Torah, does not say anything bad about Moshe's children. Instead, he, the entire focus is on the positive sense for what Yehoshua, Yehoshua deserves it, he should come and take what is rightfully his. And Rashi quotes from the Pasuk in Mishle. The Pasuk in Mishle says, He who guards the fig tree will be the one to eat the fruit. So the question is, what does that mean? What is the parable to the fig tree? And how do we understand what exactly Yeshua's right was to be the future leader? So basically, I think we can understand this from a Gemara in Erevin. The Gemara in Erevin, Dafnandalit, says that Torah is compared to fig tree. Why is Torah compared to a fig tree? Because all other trees, the fruit ripens all at once. In other words, the tree is growing and growing and developing and developing and producing the fruit, but it's not yet ready. And then there's a time when pretty much the bulk of the fruit ripens together all at the same time. And then there's a harvest time at a certain time before the, the owner of the field goes and takes the fruit. That's the way it works with most types of fruit, with the exception of being the fig tree. The fig tree, it does not ripen all at once. There are a small few figs every single day which are ripening and they all are at different times. Everything's on its own schedule. So there's not a few days that you know the, that the farmer can allocate towards harvesting the fig tree. Each and every day if he wants all the fruit, he's got to go each day day in and day out and take some of the new ripe figs. And the Gemara says that's a, that is a parable for Torah. Torah as well. It's not that we work and toil, toil, toil until eventually we reap all the rewards at once. But rather what happens is that every single day there's constantly new novelties, new chidushim, something which wasn't here the day before. <clears throat> There's no harvest season for the Torah. You can't go into the base metrics and just harvest at one point and collect all of it. The way it works is that there's asmada, there's diligence within Torah study. Day in and day out, the constant study of Torah, there's always new figs which are being produced. So if we follow that Gemara and Erevin, we can understand what we're saying here about Yehoshua. You know, who is the watcher of the fig tree? What it means is that it's probably pretty impractical for the farmer always to be standing around the fig tree saying, oh, and picking up the two, three figs which fell, which are ripe and are ready for the picking today. So there's probably a lot of figs which are lost from the farmer because, again, it just doesn't make sense that he's going to be busy each and every day going and picking up the few figs that just have ripened today. So what happens is, inevitably, is that in the bigger picture, he loses a lot of the figs. So who gets the figs? The watcher of the fig tree because he has the right opportunity. He's standing there and he sees some ripe ones and no one's there, so he takes it. And that's the idea of the notzer te'ina, being in the right place at the right time, positioning himself with the right mazel. You know, in Yiddish they have that expression, make your own mazel. And the idea of making your own mazel means give yourself the right opportunities, put yourself in the right place, and then the right things will happen. And that's exactly what it was with the study of Torah and Yahushua. Because Torah specifically is like figs, it's not something you can do just from one time to another time and just get all of the fruits together, even the greatest of brains. It doesn't work that way. Why is that? Because Torah works that every single day there are new elements that are, that are, that are given to us. The human being, the human mind is able to discover new ripened figs each and every 
every day. So only the person who is around, who's the nozer ateina, it might not be that he has the biggest of brains, it might not be that he himself is worthy of getting all the Torah, but if he just simply is the watcher of the fig tree and he's around all the time, then inevitably what's gonna happen is that there's gonna be a lot of ripened figs which everyone else is missing and he'll be able to pick them up. And that was Yehoshua. Yehoshua, the Gemara and Baba Basra says, was not the wisest of men. In fact, the Zikne Hadar, the wise older people of the generation said that the Pnea of Yehoshua is compared to the moon from the face of the sun, which is Moshe, meaning that it pales in comparison. Moshe was so much greater than Yehoshua. But the reason why Yehoshua was Zohar to be the future leader is because he's the Notzer HaTeina. He positioned himself in the right place. Lo Yomash Mitoch the Torah says about Yehoshua. He never left. I think we find this most best way we see this is that when Moshe Rabbeinu and Chet Egel was, uh, he was away at, the, at learning Torah with Hashem. So where was Yehoshua? Yehoshua was on the bottom of the mountain the whole time. And that's why Yehoshua Yehoshua himself wasn't aware of Chet Egel. When Moshe comes down, Yehoshua is totally unaware of the whole thing because he's waiting. What, what, why is he doing there? Why doesn't he, for 40 days, he's got to wait by the mountain? Why is he waiting by the mountain for so long? And the answer is that Yehoshua's very identity was just simply to be with Moshe. And he never left. See, he's the ultimate Notzer HaTeina. And I think what we see from here is an amazing chizik that we have in terms of the way that we have success in spirituality. There are different forms of, of success. Sometimes you have a lot of hard work, hard work in the, like a season, and then there's a harvest all at the end. There's a concept of that. But usually it doesn't necessarily come. Inspiration isn't necessarily this huge burst that we can just harvest all at once. And what it is is that spirituality, connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu happens and most of often like figs that are ripening, a little bit, a little bit at a time. And we don't even realize how much we have in our basket. But by doing it constantly, and that's the whole idea of hasmada or tefillah, and doing things day in and day out, when it doesn't seem like it's so important, it's just the daily grind, it almost seems like it's routine. We don't seem in the moment to think it's so valuable. But when we take those figs day in and day out, where the notes are at the ena, and then in the bigger picture, we're actually the people who are most deserving of the future. And it's again, again, it's so difficult to be part of the routine of Judaism. Judaism forces us almost into the monotony of always doing the same thing. But to appreciate its value and to see that there are always new figs and by doing it the day in and day out, we're positioning ourselves in the right opportunity to grow. We never know when that amazing Shimon Asher will happen. We never know when we're gonna love the Dafyomi. We never know when it's gonna happen. But to give ourselves the shot, to be the Nozer HaTeina, to position ourselves by the fig tree, by doing that, that's how we make sure that we get those ripe figs in our basket.